Exploring life in fun and meaningful ways, it's Luke and Susie with you right now and Faith Family Culture. Our next guest has gone through trauma and grief and loss and in the midst of it all has gone through the same pattern that we all go through and that is we kind of in some ways compare our grief to others and and, and in the midst of that, she's about to, to explore. She's spending her time trying to help others to come through the grief but uh, Deborah Pascoe is our guest right now. Deborah, because sometimes when we compare our grief, it is... You know, in a sense of it, it's encouraging and sometimes it's discouraging when we do a comparison. But either way, we're reinforcing that our grief needs to be kind of compared or, or worse than somebody else for us to justify feeling bad sometimes. Funny because when everything happened to me, uh, you know, people would say to me, they'd be maybe telling me about their situation and they go, oh, sorry, I know yours is just so, is so much worse. And I think, well, Maybe. I mean, mine was very dramatic. It was major life changes that should have been celebrations, right? Yeah. We just celebrated 20 years, and all of a sudden it was heart attack, infidelity, and then suicide. So, yes, it was debilitating. It was a lot. But then I started thinking, is it really any different from anyone else? And when people would tell me their issues, they always felt so bad that there's, you know, they were complaining to me. And I thought, you know what? I don't agree. Whatever you're going through is what you're going through, right? It's all relative. Mine is the same as yours. Yours is the same as his and hers. And I came to the conclusion, and I really like to say this, is grief is grief in my book. There's no hierarchy and no comparisons to me. And this was highlighted to me the other day. I had an 11-year-old who wanted to buy a certain book. He wanted to, to read this book. And it wasn't one completely aligned with our values. And so I, as the dad, just had to say, uh, no, I'm not comfortable with you reading that. And he left the room and he sobbed. And I, I sat down with him and I spent some time talking wow. through it. And in that moment, he had this grief that there's something he yearned for and wanted was removed from him. And it, he was 11 and it was a book, right? So if we logic that away, we say <laughs> it's not a big deal. But in that moment, every emotion he had was just as rich and strong as a grown-up going through the loss of a loved one. It exactly. didn't matter how it got there. That's what he was feeling as intensely as anybody else would. That's right. And and no matter what you're grieving, we all have the same issues to overcome. Yeah. So whether it's your 11-year-old grieving something that he'd really built up in yeah. his mind that he wanted and suddenly, you know, in his mind lost, the, the emotions are the same. You've yeah. got to try to get on top of it and try to manage that. And you as a parent, we're clearly trying to help yeah. him manage it himself. You know, and to me as an adult, You've got all this stuff you're trying to manage. You're grieving, right? You've got to try to manage the family, trying to keep your head above water. Am I doing this right? Have I got the finances right? There's so much going on. But as soon as you can realize that anybody that has suffered in this world, which is, and we all will at some point, that it, we, if we realize that it's all the same, that allows you the opportunity to start to truly mm. empathize. Yeah. Because other people, I, I think that the thing is to acknowledge with my son is that while the grief is grief, the, the reality is losing a book is not the same as losing a person because he can replace the book. But but the beauty is that when we don't try and evaluate the grief, we can much quicker and easier get to the place where how do we move forward through the grief that we're grief that we're feeling rather than trying to keep a scorecard of who's is worse. 
Exactly. Exactly. I, I totally agree with you. And if you start trying to, you know, say, well, mine is worse, you know, gosh, mine must have been worse. Look what happened to me. Then you sort of start to fall into this victim mentality of feeling like the world is giving you something bigger than the next person and something a that you can't manage. Yeah. And that's the trick, too. It's like, well, hold on. I'm going to empathize and realize that we all go through stuff and that we're we're all managing in our own way. And it's all relative. Like your 11 year old, Mm. you know, it's all relative. Yeah, it really is. That's in his world. And, you know, we are given the tools as human beings to manage this stuff. And that's something I just don't think we're told often enough these days. It's like, oh, my goodness, you know, this is so big. Well, yeah. And, you know, God has given us the tools to manage it. So do it. (laughs) You can do it. That's what I really want people to understand that they, that they can. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's, it's a beautiful thing to, to also acknowledge that you can overplay the victim of your grief or you can underplay your right to feel grief because somebody else has it worse and we shouldn't do that either. Exactly. And I, I do giggle because we, we use um, an expression a lot these days where we, you know, you're talking about something that's happened to you and you think, you say, oh, well, first world problems, first world problems. So you're trivializing yeah. your own problem, right? And I like to say, well, yes, but we're living in the first world. Now, you might say, well, that's a bit harsh. And perhaps it is a harsh way of looking at it, but I don't think so. I think it puts it into the right perspective. Mm-hmm. To me, it's it's like you can always say, yes, there is someone in the world that has it worse than you, but you still have to deal with the issue, right? Yeah. Yeah. By pretending it's, oh, first world problems, it didn't really matter. <laughs> yes, it did. It mattered to you or you wouldn't even be saying it. Yeah. It's okay. As soon as you go, that's a problem, you can then deal with it. You start addressing it, right? Yeah. So I think that's part of it too, is realizing you've got the issue, accepting what it is, not comparing yourself to others. And really start recognizing that you can go through it. You've got the tools to come out the other side. In dealing with grief, trauma, and loss, we got a copy of this book from Deborah Pascoe to give away. It's program sponsored Deborah Pascoe and a cup of black coffee when there's nothing left, save us something. If you'd like a copy of it, then you can just text through to 0417 Acknowledge maybe what you're going through in order to, to want a copy of the book. 0417 on the text.